Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the No Holds Bar podcast. Today I'm joined on the line by Rob Manuel. Rob Manuel is the founder of the Beta website and, and most commonly, or recently, uh, the very successful Twitter account, Fesshole. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing very well and thank you for correctly pronouncing Beta and not doing Beta or B3TA or one of the other <laughs> many many wrong versions of it and doing my surname right and not doing Manuel so <laughs> okay well I've done this, this is a really good start you know <laughs> two wins two wins two wins to people <laughs> always screw up these names yeah can uh, can you uh, tell us about the the website because it, I, I think people who know um you're like you you were you were significant yeah, you are significant. <laughs> I was significant. Yeah. Sorry, you you used to be someone. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean is, is that the the website was was massive back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Beta dot uh, com, b three ta dot com, uh, was founded on September the twelfth, uh, two thousand and one. Um, which is a great day to launch a website. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember literally, you know, the, the day before, you know, watching all, all the stuff, all the horrible stuff of 9-11 and the guy yeah. I was working with just going, no one is going to want any of this stuff we're working on. <laughs> it's like the world is ending. This is stupid. It was. It was ending. It was ending yeah, uh, yeah, as we, yeah, as we saw it at the time. But what it, for for people that don't know, what what, oh, yeah, what yeah. was? I the haven't website? explained what the damn thing is, have I? No. Um, okay. It, it it is. It was, and it continues to be a sort of creative hub of uh, web creatives uh, making kind of funny images and telling stories and things like that. And then it is centered around a uh, a newsletter. That, that in theory went out once a week. Recently, it goes out whenever I fancy it, um, sort of rounding up the best uh, work made by the individual members um, and some other stuff from the internet and, and and some of the names of the people that were like initially involved on it have gone on to do, you know, being quite well known in, in, in web circles. There was like uh, Ben Wheatley, who became a successful film director, um, What's his face? Uh, Syriac, who's now got millions of followers on YouTube. Uh, Ashens, who, um, again, very big YouTuber. Um, probably some others as well. You know, it, it kind of like was the place people went to promote their work before social media took off. Yeah. How, how have you found the change in, in the Internet, given the fact that the 
the websites were the be all and end all in, in the in the start of this this sort of strange new medium that we found ourselves in in what would you say in the, the late nineties early early two thousands yeah and beyond what, what 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 do you make of the change in the internet are you positive about it do you feel like the internet's a a good thing are we leading towards a more hopeful future <laughs> and, I pre- and i appreciate that this isn't in the questions that i, I don't mind I, sent you. I don't mind um i think it's it's we're in a very strange place you know because i've been involved professionally in the internet since the mid 90s you know i've been that's all i've done in my entire sort of like working adult life has been internet stuff um and i think it's what it, when I was first involved with it, it was an alternative media. Um, you know, it was like the, the real media was elsewhere. It was on the radio, it was on TV, it was in newspapers. And here was this kind of like little punk rock version of it doing mad things on the side. Um, and that was an enormously exciting and creative place uh, to be a part of. And it still is that to some degree, but but it became it's become the dominant media that's eaten everything else. Um, and you know the the checks and balances that 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 weren't in place that made it actually very exciting that you know you could just publish anything that was a brilliant thing for an alternative media but when it's when it's the actual dominant one that's a really problematic thing uh, because we're now in this soup of just nonsense <laughs> of just yeah. people either either making up stuff for jokes or or bad actors uh, employed either by you know who for, for who knows what motivation um, just s- pouring madness into the world. Well, um, uh, uh, but what we was... can't stop. We can't stop. It's, it's, we're on this boat now, and this boat is is it's got lots of holes in, but we're 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 frantically paddling a wave. It's kind of like the Titanic that stays afloat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've crashed through several icebergs, and we're just going full steam ahead. <laughs> yeah, keep going, let's... everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. Where, I don't know where it'll end up. You know, I mean, I think it's going to. Well, you know, I mean, you know, we've obviously got this QAnon stuff, like people talk about at the moment, and you look at that and you go, well, this is literally people um, making a new religion. Um, you know, it's got all the facet, facets. It's all got the qualities of the religion, of religion, sort of like this appeal to. Um, well, there's just a whole belief system that's bound on nonsense, you know. Um, and if you look at um, how different uh, publishing systems in the past, you know, like, what is it, the Gutenberg Press, you know, that brought with it tons of chaos too. So we're going through the birth pangs or transitional phase of how a different communication mechanism destroys or improves society, and it's very, very messy. I, uh, I googled your, your name the other day, Rob. Uh, and and I, I should say that I've spoken to a the couple best, of my... I'm going to interrupt you. The best one, if you can Google my name, is that the chief of police of Haiti shares my name and he's been <laughs> indicted for many human rights abuses by Amnesty International. <laughs> is that true? That's absolutely true. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I kind of dominate the search now for my name, so he's, he's lower down. <laughs> You've actually done the world a disservice by that, really, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. He... I, I, Yes, stop, stop publishing stuff on the internet. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 I wanted to come on to something that, that after I, uh, I'd Googled your name um, that I didn't realise, because we've met before, uh, yeah. we've met in person before, and, yeah, and I didn't realise it. <laughs> you couldn't. Yeah, pre, yeah pre-COVID. Um, and um, I, I didn't realise you was involved in the Badger Badger, what do you call it, meme or, or, or song? If you like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was made by John T. Picking, who was my flatmate at the time. 
Um, and so there should be really a, a, a blue disc outside a house in Kentish Town saying this is where Badger 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 was created. There, there absolutely yeah. should be. Uh, just so yeah, people yeah. don't know, Rob, in case they don't know, because there, there, there may be some people that listen to this that they, they, they don't know what the Badger Badger song was. Yeah, well, it, was, it wasn't my song, but yeah, it went Badger 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 Mushroom Badger Mushroom Badger Badger. Snake, there's a snake. Right, so again, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can you feel like we're being um, very odd right now. But but that that like when I guess in my early twenties when that came out and exploded and became uh, a thing on the internet in the early days of the internet, in in the same way that your your website was successful, this is the same the vein of 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 why this song. Or, or, or would you call it a song? Would you call it a jingle? I don't. I, I mean, I guess it is a song yeah. in its own right. Yeah, yeah. I had a, an, an amazing animation that went with it. Um, it. It's hard to explain why such things were so successful, but it was a part of the beauty of it that, that had very little. In... There was a little. Go on. You, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the the context was at the time. Me, myself, John T. Picking, um, friend of mine, Joel Veach, were were trying to create things that people shared. Um, and so that particular song sort of came out uh, of, of a, you know, there was like, you know, me and John T living together. Joel was my old flatmate years beforehand. And um, like, I remember one night me, I, John T said to me, oh, you know, let's do a song together. And I had a bit of an idea for a song called Patrick Moore Plays the Xylophone. And I sang it to him going, uh, Patrick Moore Plays the Xylophone. <laughs> and then he went off and like um, produced it and made a really kicking version of it. Uh, but one of the things he added to it was that that wasn't my idea. Was that at the end of the chorus he added this bit went went pa 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 Patrick, <laughs> and it and it really lifted it and it really impressed me that the idea that you could use um, like this, a sub part of a word as sort of in a percussive um, and sort of catchy way. You know, a lyric doesn't just have to be the words. You know, you could repeat bits almost like no 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 nineteen or that kind of stuff. Yeah yeah yeah. And, of and and so and I was thought that was amazing and and I went off and then sort of like wrote a response song which was called Birmingham. Uh, and that went uh, like to the beat, Birmingham, pow, like that. <laughs> and then Jonty, Jonty, then just hit it out of the park, sort of taking this kind of repeating B noise and doing badger, 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 badger. And it, and his one, you know, mine, mine, mine might have got like a hundred thousand views, and his one just millions and millions and well, as millions it, as and millions. And I've never literally, died. I've, I've literally just um, typed badger, badger into into YouTube, and there's three yeah. uh, results. One of them has 28 million views the other one has yeah. 6 million the other one's 4.3 million yeah so it's crazy not even the, you're not even the, that's not even that's just like a tip of the iceberg because it was like pre-youtube yeah and so all the views got uh were like you know on websites on these little flash loops you know well, and that was the other the other game was to try and make these things that were um loops you know so they would play and play and play well, in, in the same way that uh gifts might on on uh on twitter yeah, I guess so, but longer, you know. So, like, trying to write songs that were, like, 45, 30 seconds long that, that, that were appealing if you just kept leaving them playing. That was one of the kind of games. Oh, that we were I, I vividly remember being in, in my first job uh, yeah. in an office in Muzzle Hill, and yeah. uh, me and uh, a, couple, a couple of my mates were much further into the internet and understood understood what was the, yeah. um, the, 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 the beginnings of, of meme culture, if you like. Uh, and they they kind of tapped into it much much sooner than I did. And I remember him sitting down at my computer and goes, "You've got to listen to this." And we're all 
but, but within like five minutes, bouncing around our office, going mushroom, mushroom. Yeah, yeah. It, it was incredible. You went. You mentioned something just back there. I wanted to pick up on Rob was was the fact that um, you wanted to produce something that you knew would be shared. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why, why was that important? Because that's become it, for for large parts of the internet, uh, certainly in terms of social media and and um, just the meme culture. That, yeah. that creating something that will be shared by millions is is what people a lot of people sort of strive for. What can you remember any any of the thinking or what you was doing well, yeah, back then? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was like it was just my first, the first, you know, the first time I amazing on the internet was like in about nineteen ninety four four or five something around that um and it was just this instant you know sorry people used to email you things and, and it was just this realization that the the, the 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 channels that were open to promotion were you you had to make something that someone would potentially email to someone else and yeah. the other the other channel of course would be is palling up with someone with some some sort of reach you know and that's always been the case for promotion and so in those early days you know i'd do things i'd, I'd make something and then i'd email it uh to the guy who wrote uh, this like link roundup on the Telegraph website, for example, and sometimes he would feature it. And then in the early 2000s, um, I, I would always send stuff through to the Popbitch newsletter because, uh, you know, they would send, if they liked your thing, they would send it out to 100,000 people. So and sorry, then... sorry, sorry to stop you, Rob. I'm really sorry because some some of the listeners are, are much younger than us. Yeah. Um, what what When you say you talk about Popbitch and you talk about the, link, uh, was it link sharing at the Guardian, was it, did you say? Oh, that was the Telegraph. Yeah, the West. Telegraph. What, what were, were they, were these um, sort of small subsections of news that were in interested in in internet culture is that what yeah 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 basically it was very obvious from reading the internet that you could see that there was i don't know how to put it really but you go well where am i getting my information from where am i getting my new interesting links from and so you'd be like target those people you know yeah um, but that wasn't the only way. The you know it, it was just one of the mechanisms was, as I said, two mechanisms: target people who share links w w through publications, and also try and make something that is is shareable. Um, you know, and in, in, in those very early days of the mid two thousand, sorry, the mid nineties, you know, um, I was like messing around trying to, and I did get uh, bizarre attention for it. Um, I, it was the height of the BSE crisis, uh, and I, the, I remember learning. This is the uh, mad, mad cow disease. Mad cows, yeah, yeah. And I learned how to say it properly. It was bovine spongy form encephalopathy. And and at the time, I was like, I thought, oh, I'll, I want to learn a bit about Photoshop. I want to try and put a web page together, and so I put together a. Um, a little web page called uh, the CLF, the uh, the Cow Liberation Front, um, and I put up these little, I made these little graphics with like green ribbons saying "Liberate the cows, kill the humans," and it was kind of a joke, but it was kind of making trying to make a satirical point that I yeah, was of course, so. kind of like going, "Holy, holy crap, we're going to slaughter literally millions of cows over this thing," um, which is actually what happened. Yeah, literally what happened, yeah. And 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 so I put this thing together in this sort of like slightly parody, slightly funny kind of thing um, and then sent it out to various journalists and then was like going, oh, my God, this 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 actually works. You know, I had journalists coming back to me going, can we interview you? I had a time journalist uh, interviewing me on the phone and I had like a um, uh, some some guys from like, like Northern Europe, like Norway or something. They literally sent... Um, 
uh, a photographer and a journalist over to meet the cow liberation front <laughs> which didn't exist and i was yeah. like okay what am i going to do okay i'll agree to it and um and then so and i said oh you know we'll you know because I, I was sort of pretending this was like some kind of mad terrorist organization and so um said you know meet me meet well, uh, you know stand at 12 o'clock in the center of uh wolverhampton town square um on this date and uh, one of our operatives will come and find you um <laughs> and, and and then and then like i was like oh god what am i gonna do and Did so they, they turned I, organized, up? I got a friend of mine who had like a mini car and so I made some like um, logos of Cow Liberation Front logos and stuck them on the side of his mini car and persuaded him to drive. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then so we found this journalist and like, thankfully they were like guys who, you know, at the time I was like 22 or something. And thankfully they were similar age and they knew the whole thing was bullshit. They weren't yep. expecting to meet anything real. And so they were just quite happy to have a bit of a laugh. And so um, and they were like, OK, we're going to liberate some cows then, are you? And it was like, OK. And so I had to drive this mini out. <laughs> Um, of, of Wolverhampton to find some countryside looking for some cows. The 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 car broke down, and so then the journalists were having to like phone for a taxi <laughs> to take <laughs> us out to a field. Found a cow, found a field with cows in it, and and I'm like, oh my god, you know, I'm such a sort of like, a, uh, you know, a towny person. I haven't gone near a cow, and I was too frightened to go near the cows. <laughs> Did you just open the gate and leave? Or? I, I just sort of stood about two hundred <laughs> foot from the cows and sort of like tried to make some rock star poses. Be free. Be free, cows, go. <laughs> and, then, and then when I sort of like knocked it all on the head was when um, a. I got a, a, an email from a, a South African uh, radio station and it was like literally asking me to go on to like be a part of a debate with some, you know, government minister in in South Africa. And I thought, I am just so out of my depth. Yeah, this, this is bullshit. This is gone too I've just, got to, <laughs> I've just got, got to just close this nonsense down. But what's wonderful about it, Rob, is, is that, that that feels like um, the start of what is beautiful about the internet. Yeah, in it's the origin you... story of a supervillain, yeah. Well, and also you can just do stuff. You can do stuff yeah, on the internet yeah. for the first time in 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 the history of media. You didn't. Yeah. It didn't require a conduit to get to where you needed to go. Yeah, it didn't conduit... need a gatekeeper. No, yeah. exactly. There was no gatekeeper. There's you no just gate... which is the good thing and the bad thing simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. but 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to hold on to your wins, I guess, and. Um, and, and and what's really interesting is about I, I, what do you call it a project or a just a incentive or just an idea that you had was the the Fesshole, um Twitter account, which I want to talk to you about because I'm fascinated. Sure. Part of the reason why we know each other, Rob, is because of your account and and how interested I am in it. Um, yeah. But but before that, um, you you uh, and what we're going to come on to in, in in this discussion is that you understand bots on Twitter. Uh huh. Right, and bot, yes. Um, and bots have become massive. They've become really yes. interesting and, and really confusing and really clandestine. Um, but before we come on to the really interesting part of this conversation, which is is about how <laughs> bots, uh, you know, influence Twitter and, and how we're all in amongst them, in, in a weird way, it's, it's sort of a precursor to what was talked about in, um, I don't know, maybe I'm... Um, uh, maybe I am fantasizing here, but a precursor to what you've seen in in Blade Runner and Ex Machina and these type of films mm -hmm. where AI and, and and humanity intermingle and there's no real understanding of where the lines are blurred, which is really fascinating to me. But but um but but before we do that, first hole, um, right? 
So can you explain to people who, who perhaps, I'm sure pretty much everyone who's listening to this will know, but if they don't, where did the idea come from and what is that idea? Okay, well, first of all, it's just asking the public to uh, add anonymous confessions, uh, you know, personal confessions to a form on the internet. And I read through them and tick off ones that I think are worth sharing and press the share button. Um, and I think that, <laughs> it, and that's it, that's it, that's all it is. It's such Which a simple, simple idea, but yeah, it's wonderful yeah, as well because yeah. what you actually find is a, a unique. If you believe everything that's posted, and I'm sure ninety yeah. percent of what everything yeah. you have to, you, why not suspend disbelief and just enjoy yeah, yeah. what the account is about? And what that is is you're 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 getting to tap into the inner psyche of of humanity of of, of people that, and that's you know every one of us who is listening to this podcast, but beyond us. Is is uh, tapping into your psyche? What do you yeah. think, but you don't say? And this account, yeah. I, I may be making it more profound than you believe it to be, but I think it's very profound that that they can they can. This is a portal for the just in the tiny moment of their lives when they come across the Twitter account and they they find that there's a, a way a Google form uh, that they can they can tap their confession into and then they can move on it may help them it may not they may never think about it again but the reality is they've shared something that they wouldn't share with anybody else that they ever come into contact with yeah yeah and, well and the, that... what, what one of the starting points for it it's got sort of many starting points but one of the starting points was that um a friend of mine um actually that was it yeah i did i did another version of this idea that's still going called um anonymous opinions um, and that was like the the first version of it where I asked people to share their terrible opinions kind of thing. And um, and it, 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 it wasn't that much. It was sort of like it, it, it moseyed on down with like about a thousand people following it. And so I didn't really think of it was much of a hit. Um, but I sort of found it quite enjoyable and I thought the format was quite good. Um, and then it was a friend of mine, a friend of mine called Chris Barker was talking to me going how much he liked it. Uh, and he thought it was one of the best things I'd done. Um, and I was like surprised because the numbers weren't that great. And he was like, well, you know, for me personally, he was saying, he was saying that he felt the internet had changed very much where in the past it was this little secret club where you could go off and like rant about your boss or rant about your partner or your job or whatever on a message board. But this, this there'd been this transition as, as it the internet had become more popular and if you rant about any of these issues on on social media it, it can bite you in the butt you know because it can go viral it can be seen by your boss it can be seen yeah. by your friends yeah and he was just saying that there was this wonderful little moment in the past where you could speak freely and now you can't and i thought oh actually you're onto something there maybe i could take the same idea i was doing with the the anonymous opinions and instead of make it be opinions let's try it with you know your your secret thoughts and obviously i'm not the first person in the world to either to run a project about confessions i mean the catholic church for example <laughs> they, 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 they've done quite well out of it well your you know. your the header on on fessel is is a stained glass window right yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just an easy, I mean, it's not exactly a joke, but it's just an easy, once you've got the idea that it's a confession, then you might as well just roll with the visual, you know, because okay? there's a famous thing yeah. in, in the world about confessions. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows how, how the you know, the, do, 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 does it mean the Catholic Church, that do they run it as their own little blackmail service kind of thing? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, pro I don't probably, know. Probably, probably, well, maybe. But one of the things I tried to do with it also was make it that, that um, it's genuinely anonymous. Um, 
and obviously, you know, the internet can't be 100% anonymous, but what it can be is that I have got no way of getting any further information about anyone confessing because I, you know, did it on this Google form. And so there's on the back end of the Google form, there's just no buttons that tell me anything. Yeah, um, there's no analytics on. Yeah, just, yeah. All I know what is they've what they've in. typed and when they've typed it. And, and so anyone confessing, um, if there is a sort of legal issue, uh, ultimately um, the, people would have to go to Google and argue with them and see what information they've got because I, I don't have anything. And have that you, was something I, I was very keen on making sure that it wasn't <laughs> a problem. It's not my fault. Um, do, 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 have you... Have you um received any of these confessions and um, and by number how how many are you receiving it must be there's, there's been about be hundreds 30, of thousand, thirty thousand right and, so thirty thousand and and of those thirty thousand you've read every single one so you really are the gatekeeper now you're, 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 you're yeah. yeah and you're seeing every conf- confession we're not seeing every confession are we on your on the twitter feed which is if you want to follow it is at fesshole uh, F-E-S-S-H-O-L-E. Um, but <laughs> we're not seeing them all, are you? You're editing them. No, no, I, I choose what's published. But if you can be bothered, you can dig through the web form. And you there's, I don't make it front of house, but if you look at the web form and you submit, there is a link showing you where to read them all if you can be bothered. Okay, you know? fair enough. And, so, and, and the reason, which is a sort of problematic thing, because you know that means there's there's plenty of stuff in there that you know I have not approved and I wouldn't approve and don't think really should be in the public sphere, but it's there if people really want to dig through and look and it's not heavily promoted, you know. What, what, when you um, say that, there, but, but, it, but it, it gives prob- it gives it it gives it a certain credibility because it does mean that if if you really want to dig through, you can make sure that I'm not bullshitting, you know. You can see all the stuff coming through. You can see it coming through live. Um, and you can compare that to what's coming out of the um, uh, the actual f- Twitter account. You know, it's not made up. It's not, you know, well, when I say it's not made up, whether there's other third parties pouring crap into this thing, I don't know. It's all. It's I mean, that much. that might be a new. Le- I mean, it's, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because there there may be people that just type stuff in because they want to see their confession appear on the actual Twitter feed. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's no real indication whether it's true or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I can't be bothered to validate whether, you know, I'm not the great arbiter of truth in this world. I so don't there, know. There isn't a team of fact checkers running around finding it, out who does I'm I'm more interested to be honest, you know, I mean I'm more, you know, I'm it's meant to be a bit of entertainment. So what I'm publishing is it's whether it's funny or interesting or provocative and trying to find a line where when when it's provocative that it's not just um I'm not going to give you an example of the worst thing it could be that I wouldn't publish, but you know, yeah, of course, uh, you know, I've got a sort of some level of uh, internal guidance in my head going, oh, not that one, you know. <laughs> I, well, well, actually, here's an example I can talk about: is like there's a lot of like uh, people, sort of like quite fetishistic stuff that people submit, and I try and um, uh, not sorry non-consensual fetishistic. Why, why, why specifically? Uh, there's always like. I presume men writing in telling them, uh, me about the amount of knickers they are sniffing. Really? Uh, is that is that what I was going to ask? Is what what would a what would a fetish that comes up that isn't perhaps something that most people would consider normal? Would it be sort of knicker sniffing that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. I think, and it, but it's, it's it's the non-consensual aspect of it, which I'd think is 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 not a good idea to shove that to out to eighty thousand people. Rob, do you uh, really want all this information in your head? Do you want to, did, you, did you want this? <laughs> inlet to, uh, to 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 the way people think. I don't Has know. It affected it, it you just, in any it way. It just wasn't. It wasn't like you know. It's not like I'm sitting there going, "This is my life's work or what my dream to do this." <laughs> it's just sort of something that happened because yeah, of course, yeah. I was aware. I was aware. You know, you become because I, I'm I'm au fait with the technology and also got some reasonable idea of what. You know, I've I've run viral <coughs> internet projects, for example. I did a project for the Mirror newspaper for a couple of years running a thing called Us Versus Them, where I, I headed up this team coming up with, you know, successful viral projects that, that got millions of views. Um, and, you know, I've got a feel in my head for what might work. You know, I don't get it right all the time. Lots of things I've done just flop on their ass. But, you know, I've got a feel for, I've got in my head a feel for what might work or might not work. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a burning internal passion. Other than the, the the passion is often I like trying to make projects work. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, and, just and, to strive for success, or just. Yeah, to... I want I want them to work, and 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 I and I find I find humour in this this subject matter. Whether <laughs> and yeah. so do some other people. And well, some many other people, many do. Some other people decry it as like, you know, I find it. It's almost like being now the BBC, where I sort of get decried. Uh, by uh, the right wing for being woke as hell because, you know, I'll happily publish sort of like confessions where people are talking about, um, for example, there's one the other day that's saying where this guy was saying uh, he had a picture of Nigel Farage on the inside of his toilet wall so he could look Farage in his eye when he was having a crap. <laughs> <laughs> do you, have um, you had much stick? Have you, do, do you find that you get much criticism for certainly first, like specifically first hole, I should say? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I get, I get criticism on the on the from the political side from both sides. You know, some people see it as, as too woke because uh, that you know I I will publish this sort of like laughing at the the Tory party or UKP kind of stuff, um, and other people see it as like 
you know the most right-wing project ever because it's all people shouting joy about being a bit of a sociopath <laughs> right right do, 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 do you is, is the correct way to view it just to this is nothing more than just a, a bit of a flippant fun as well, you read the tweet I, I, I don't know what the correct way to view it with but but you know the i think we've gone down a very very narrow path in society where we're seeing everything for a very political lens and it's not that's you can view things through politics and party politics, but it's not the only lens in town. Um, and most of the lens I'm working from in this particular project is more sort of humour and anarchic fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the hope. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. I, I, that, that's for me is, is how it comes across. And that's, yeah. that's how I enjoy it for sure. Um, okay. So uh, Rob, this, the, the first hole is a Twitter account and an idea and, uh, beta was uh well it continues to be a, a continues web, to be continues <laughs> to be I'm, I'm sorry about that yeah continues to be newsletter exactly exactly yeah. but but what what's really really interesting to me and, and all the stuff that you've done is interesting but this is something that's beyond my comprehension is is bots right yes now so before we go on to their influence in twitter as much as you can add to that discussion um, what what is what is a bot in in its simplest form in terms of Twitter? Well, in terms of Twitter, a bot is simply a piece of code that posts tweets, and that's it. But, um, that, but uh, so but, so that doesn't help me as someone who doesn't okay. know anything about it. Okay, okay, okay. The word <laughs> bot is problematic because it's it, it means different things to different people, and so um, for me. A bot is just simply a piece of code that posts tweets. Uh, uh, for people who are concerned about Russian interference um, and they're, 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 they're reading something and then shouting, you're a bot to someone, um, what they're, the behavior they're describing in that case is a Twitter account that is uh, seeking to influence political opinion, either through a particular direction or through uh, just adding chaos into the mix. Um, and how that stuff is run is isn't always done by just simply a piece of code going if if someone says Fred then post sausages often how that's done is with a a suite of people in in working remotely with monitors monitoring lots of uh, accounts and then just leaping in um, and they might have like they might have code that's sort of giving them suggested replies um, and they might be just tapping that or they might be um, uh, you know, so 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 I'm saying that bot, in a general sense, often seems to, seems to mean bad actor on social media uh, for nefarious political purposes. Yeah. Whereas I'm I'm just trying to make people, I'm just a chilled out comedy entertainer. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you are for yeah. sure. <laughs> you're you're definitely for sure. And, and the bots that you've produced, uh, can you explain some of them? You've got. Uh, uh, Yoko, you got the Yoko bot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I say, I say, the first one I wrote uh, was, uh, which isn't online now. Um, I wrote a very simple one, which uh, it looks for anyone using the word "your" as in uh, Y O U apostrophe R E, uh, and it looks for anyone posting uh, with the other version, and then it just basically told them they were wrong. Uh, it didn't. It didn't know they were wrong. Um, and but that, that's yeah. Sorry, a malicious evil bot. And, but that that uh, seems like what what they're like now, though, mate. That, yeah. that, that it, it seems like um, there are lots of bots that are politically, typically right wing, 
or yeah. perhaps ultra left in terms of that kind of the Antifa kind of side of things, where these bots are created to create to antagonize and yeah. to say that you're you're wrong, and they do it in such a way that you're not even sure you're, you're definitely not sure that you're talking to. A, a, so a human being yeah exactly. yeah just succeeding and wasting your time and so i put that one together in like in an hour or so just trying to understand the technology and then let it go um and it didn't even reply all it did was it favved tweets and then the the profile said if your tweet has been favved by this bot then you're using your incorrectly and then i, I called <laughs> the account so like um the institute for excellence in english or something <laughs> I think like, how long ago I, was that because oh, that rings a bell ago. Yeah, I, ago, I've yeah. definitely yeah. seen that. Right, okay. And it just wound... I only had it up for a week or something, and it wound people up wrong. Well, and, I I thought, and I thought, okay, fine. This isn't what I want to do with my life. <laughs> you know, winding up strangers is, isn't what I'm really trying to do. Um, and so the you're, next... You're educating. You're educating as well, in my opinion. Well, I don't know. I just, I just thought I'd not... I, making people strangers angry is just not my bag. It was yeah, if they're using like, your and your incorrectly, then they need to be they need to be educated. They need to be no, no. Like, but that was the thing. The bot didn't even know. It just was, a, <laughs> it, and that's why it particularly wound people up because they're going, what? No, I, I, I am using your correctly. Oh, How can you even call yourself the Institute for Professional English when you, you, you don't even know anything? <laughs> So funny! It was, absolute, it was an absolute horrible thing. Can you bring it back, please? I'm not bring it. I, I try not to. You know, it's very easy in some ways to, to. I mean, it's against the rules of like um, Twitter has some specific rules that you're allowed to, to operate under, and and basically replying to people who have not instigated some sort of they haven't replied to you in the first place is against their rules. Fair enough. Um, and so so it's a lot of effort that you'll get. You know. You get put in. You get put into Twitter jail for doing that kind of stuff. But you know, I have, I've played around with that area. I did. Um, I did one where um, uh, there was this guy, uh, Bilal. I've forgotten his surname offhand. Bilal. He he he's a comedian, and he's he's got uh, he's be- become quite big recently because he's been doing all this kind of football manager stuff on. Twitter. I know exactly who you're talking about. It's weirdly, yeah. I, I know, only because Limmy Limmy um, retweeted yeah. it. That's how I think yeah. I got into it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Bill Al did a show about bots, and he asked me to help him out doing it, and um, a comedy show. And uh, but one of the things I did in it, which he didn't use, that I thought was great, and he was definitely wrong at using it, was that I wrote this because he was he basically wanted to do was like wind up a load of um, kind of like right wing reactionary types, and so I made this little thing that uh, looked for people who were posting to um, the Prison Planet guy. I forget his name. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not worth remembering, but he's quite. He's quite big, isn't he? He's quite uh, big. And he's he's, he's quite... into chemtrails and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Right, all right, kind of nut nut job kind of thing. But it looked for people who were replying to him, and the, I called the account Tim Waster, uh, or no, Tim E Waster, like time waster. Yeah. And so, and all it did was like I got a list of maybe a hundred old British catchphrases, and so it would reply to them with a catchphrase and go, "Ooh, look at the muck in here." <laughs> and then they would reply they would reply really angry and then it would like and then he would reply with another British catchphrase like yeah oh, we can't say that but you're awful <laughs> and, he'd, and he would just keep going and he would keep going and these people would talk for hours getting infuriated that so so just much. going to the cash back 
<laughs> I'd love to see that, Rob. I'd, I'd that, abs- that, that one's that one's it's it's semi online still. It's um, it's not <laughs> replying anymore because Twitter closed it down. But the 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 tweet reply threads are still online. If you saw me, what could I can I ask you? Um, yeah. Uh, how difficult is it? Is is it more difficult to come up with a worthwhile idea than it is to come up with a bit of code that makes a butt work? Um, it's a really hard one to answer, really. I mean, it, it, if if you want um, um, just advice on how to make a bot without much technical knowledge, yeah, uh, then there's a website called uh, Oh God, it's called something like Fast Bots Done Quick or something like that. But searching for that will find it, and yeah. uh, and that you can get a bot up in ten minutes without any any code, really. Um, it's very. Well, you just to plug use. in some, enter some fields, and it does its job. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the ones I do. You know, I do it the hard way. I do it. <laughs> I, do, I yeah. sit there writing all my hand coded Python code in a in a in a text editor called Vi, which was designed in the nineteen seventies. So I literally <laughs> everything you've just said. I I don't even know what you're saying. Okay, okay. I, I I just I I do it the hard way. I, like, I roll my own code kind of thing but there's fast butts done done quick will let you do it really easily but, uh, and, but it doesn't it doesn't give you as much flexibility as writing your own bits understood of so you know you know like in the to get to become sort of sort of hyper serious for a second yeah, yeah. obviously you've got this uh the the situation where bots are created to end uh, or to, to influence political opinion uh, yeah. Either to infuriate people or to influence or reinforce people's political beliefs, and uh, and and so you're seeing it around. Um, we saw it around Brexit for sure, definitely around Trump's election. Um, what's happening there? Like you mentioned earlier about like rooms of people potentially who are not they're not bots functioning on their own that they do a certain amount of the work and then there's people inputting the correct answers. Is that correct? Well, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be done. And, but, you know, yes, it can be done like that. But I mean, it depends what the motivation is. If it's simply to waste time, then that's probably very effective at wasting time. I mean, anyone who's spent any time online just knows that any conversation can be derailed very quickly. Uh, yes. By, you know, you could just be putting up a photo of your flowers. And then if you just got someone replying, going, well, this doesn't really say anything about what's happening in, in Palestine, does it? You know, no, you could just sort of derail anything, you know. And the obvious, the obviously, the, pretty much the only solution uh, for you as an individual is just not engage with anything that looks a bit sus. Yeah, you know, and and, um, and would it would those be Twitter accounts with lots of numbers on 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 the end of their well, handle? Okay, that that's a um yeah the that's become a bit, the cliche as is like you know Fred one two three four five six yeah. is 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 yeah. the um is the sign that something is a non legit account, but for better or worse, it's just what Twitter. It's it's the default username Twitter will give you if you don't rename your account. So so, so don't assume that you're talking to a bot if you see lots of numbers. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. Although... So, so let me. Can I tell you something, Rob? Yeah. The other day, um, we were. This this won't be of great interest to you, but it was talking about Tottenham Hotspur, a football club that I I, I belong to. Um, there was a woman who I who had uh, the, the the her name and lots of numbers, and she also had on her on her uh, photo or the avatar or whatever you want to call it, um, a Union Jack with a bulldog, and I thought there's no chance that this woman isn't a bot. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to respond and say, "Can I see a picture of you? Do you have a spoon?" And she went, "Well, yes, of course, I've got a spoon." <laughs> and I said, 
Okay, all right. Well, if this... Because she was arguing that we wouldn't sign this player that we look like we're going to sign. I said, well, if we don't sign this player, are you... Are you going to willing to hold that spoon up in a photo? And she go, what is going on? Yeah, yes. <laughs> this spoon yeah. fetishist has just <laughs> yeah. contacted me on this horrible website. But not, not even that. This is a, a reputable website with, with, with nearly, nearly 60,000 followers. <laughs> and I'm going, I want to see this spoon if, if Bale signs for Tottenham. And yeah. she's going, well, it's fine. There's no issue. And as it transpires, it clearly, it was just a woman who hadn't updated her username. But I, in yeah. my head, because of what's going on at the moment, I thought number of numbers means this is bullshit. But it, it clearly isn't the case. No, no. Sadly, sadly, there's, you know, we would all want an easy way of knowing if someone is is legit or is not legit. But ultimately, I think the only thing that, that's reliable is if you're suspicious, just don't reply. Just don't yeah. engage. And, and, because... And, 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 yeah, and don't you it. think, Rob, that 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 potentially is is great advice for everybody engaging on on the internet in the it's, future? It's the only way. It's the only way. I've been involved in, you know, before social media existed, I've been involved in the same stuff my entire adult life, and the only way for you as an individual to stay sane is <laughs> anything is sus, don't go near it. Um, all the best, you know, they're just going to waste your time. Whoever, you know, I mean, there might be a, it might be a bot, it might be anything, but you know, there's so many people out there who are just going to get a thrill and a kick from wasting someone's time going, Oh, I've hooked them in on some nonsense, you know? Yeah. Just don't engage, never engage. And like, and if you engage, you know, what, what, what's the, what's the great outcome that can happen? You just can create a sort of like a, a screenshot that someone else can share going, Oh, I've got, I've got them, I've hooked them in, I've made them angry. I've done something like that, you know. Yeah, but generally, that—that's the right-wing perspective. The people that have that their their role is that they're steadfast in their beliefs, and what they want to do is is wind up the left wing. Whereas the left wing seem obsessed with trying to change the opinion of of the people they're talking to. And the reality is that the right in this instance, in, in that scenario, the person yeah. on the right who is is always going to win because they're not. They're never going to change their opinion, and their their motive is only to wind up the person on the left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you, the 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 guy on the left or the woman on the left is just just onto a loser. And what actually happens? And and I think I don't know if this is wrong, but this is this is some sort of um, conclusion that I've come up with is is that the bots, if they exist, that they try to antagonise the polit- political um, peripheries is to to cement them in their beliefs so if you if you create yeah. someone so angry in their in in their left-wing position that all they're going to do is attack the right that you find also that that cements the right in their position as well so you get no fluidity in the political um landscape which is what's really useful if we're going to move forward as a as a um democracy yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the internet's been, or, and social media's been, um, this great, you know, like Harry Potter sorting hat, and you've had to pick sides, you know, and like, are you are you on the super woke lefty side, or are you you are all right? I think masks are are some sort of a conspiracy nutter, you know, and there's yeah. And you've got to pick your side and which one are you going to be. And and it's complicated as as you know, as anyone who's an ordinary human being, um, you know, has has, you know, I found it difficult for myself in some respects you know because like on a a what you call it um on a on a policy level i'll always lean leftwards you know i believe in 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 paying for taxes paying taxes and the nhs and stuff um and but you know i've got quite an anarchic sense of humor um which has been sort of like that's now seen as a bit more right wing you know 
Um, you know, and so I don't sit that comfortably in any of it, but no. uh, because of this great sorting hat of you've got to, if you if you make a bad taste joke, you're obviously right wing scum. Well, this is yeah. if you look at like 4chan and 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 how they've they've uh, and they haven't aligned themselves with the right, but they just look to disrupt whatever the status quo is. And if they see uh, a kind of a woke society that they're going to attack that, and whether you like, like 4chan, in my opinion, is can can be very poisonous and and it probably isn't that helpful but as a way of disrupting the status quo they do a wonderful job and um yeah i'm not i'm not going to go down a path of doing thumbs up to fortune <laughs> nor am i they're pretty uh, pretty pretty suspect of some of the stuff that goes on there. rob i'll say it they're scum but but what i would say yeah. is also is that that you know that there, there there is there there if, if if society believes it's right then it's probably wrong is what i would say Anyway, uh, let, yeah, let, let's yeah. let's leave it there, Rob. Uh, and and can I just say that this is like literally one of the most interesting and and funny conversations that we've had on, on No Holds Barred. Uh, we usually talk to uh, a lot of people who come from all all, all different walks of life with lots mm-hmm. of interesting stuff to say. But this has been really really interesting, Rob, and something that I absolutely know nothing about, but I feel like I've been educated. Thank you so much for okay, giving cool. us your time. Thank you for having me. It's been a delight to to ramble on. <laughs> Cheers, Rob. Thank and, you. Uh, obviously, uh, my my plug for everything is. Um, oh yeah, go ahead too. Yeah, um, I think you should donate to the the Guardian website. Okay, well there you go. They have a, <laughs> they have a paywall. <laughs> donate. No, no, to no. The I don't know. I don't care. I don't care what websites you look at. Is what... there no no four chan sort of campaign that we can get behind? No, no, we'll leave it. There. God, no, probably no. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they. I mean, oh god. I mean it's so complicated what's gone on there isn't it you know and and then it sort of span into 8chan and the 8chan lot created um the the QAnon thing that's like absolutely destroying the world you know (laughs) image boards and obviously beta is an image board but it was a a very very mild image board that was mostly doing sort of like stupid jokes um yeah Rob I feel like this is I feel like this is the start of a, another podcast. Sorry, but, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, well, no, no. Say, I'm going to let you say goodbye, have I? Yeah, okay. No, no. Well, no, no. It's not that. It's just I feel like we can do this again. It's all okay, I'm saying. Cool, cool, cool. Right, Rob, uh, thank you so much for your time, mate. And um, uh, yeah, like I say, it's been fascinating. And uh, yeah, amazing stuff. Thank you, mate. No problem. Thanks. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.